Welcome to Control-Alt-Revolt, the podcast, episode 124. I am Nick Cole. And I am Single White Medusa, sitting here in the sidecar, drinking coffee. I'm always trying to figure out how to stick that opening. I don't know, like, if I should go high energy, or I should go middle of the road, or maybe even possible tranquilizer NPR with a cup of pine nettle tea. I always like variety, so I mean, could you like switch it up? I mean, is that I've been good? switching it up, yeah, and that's why you've enjoyed it. Sure. But I think if we're gonna brand this show, if we're gonna brand this operation, if we're gonna take it on the on the road, mm-hmm. if it's gonna go big time, then we're probably gonna need some catchphrases. Sure. Some some consistency. People like consistency. That's why chain restaurants do really well. Okay. You know, like if you go into Chili's, you want the peppercorn burger to be the same at every Chili's. I don't even know if they have a peppercorn burger. Probably not. I'm going to guess no. Yeah, I guess most people aren't weirdos like me who like things different all the time. <laughs> so you are probably correct. Well, I would say um, high energy is probably a good way to go. Yeah, people probably appreciate a little energy. Things are things are, things are are definitely feeling very downbeat. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know about the rest of the nation. I just kind of know what's going on here. And there is a weird, almost pregnant pause going on right now. Yeah. Like, everybody's kind of holding their breath. I think they're holding their breath for Thursday, which is the rumor is that's when the Supreme Court's going to rule six to three against Biden's mm. uh, mandate. And, uh, and you know, like, I think we've all begun to mistrust good news. Yeah. Mainly that if the Republicans in the Supreme Court or anybody who's actually supposed to be doing their job is involved, you know, like, you probably shouldn't bet the farm on that. Those people are just going to... The collateral on Roberts must be breathtaking. Whoa. I know. I can't you even know. imagine his control file. <laughs> it's he must have gotten multiple up to, files. He must have gotten up to some really weird junk. Yeah, I think you so. Know, and they're all... They're all... Uh, they got him. We yeah. got you. We got you, Bob. Yep. You're, I know. You're in, you're in our kitchen, Bob. You're going to need to... Uh, you're going to need to make gay marriage legal. By the thinnest of pretexts. Yeah. And then you're going to need to make Obama legal care, Obamacare legal. Like, literally, he had to rewrite, I think, what what did he call it? He said it was a... A tax, right? He said it was a tax, and therefore Whatever. it was okay. You know, and you're <laughs> like, thanks, you know, George Bush W appointee. Yeah. You know? I know, exactly. That's so frustrating. But um, so but you're saying the rumor is six to three, so that would include him. The rumor is he'll even vote. You the know, right I, way? I don't like. I mean, this shouldn't even be a vote. This shouldn't even be a problem. Like, literally, you're telling people, you know, we want to stick something in your body that's an experimental science project that clearly is hurting a lot of people. Right. And and the narrative is absolutely collapsing today. Uh, Fauci is getting his heart ripped out and shown to it in front of Congress by. Woo! By uh, Molarama, that is uh, uh, Rand Paul. Rand Paul. Rand Molarama Paul. What that's is his... the Molarama? What's oh, that? Oh, that's reference? the villain. That's the villain from Temple of Doom. Indiana oh, Jones. Molarama. Okay. Wow. And he would rip people's hearts out and say, Kaliram! Kaliram! And that's episode. literally like someone should make a video of Rand Paul doing that. That would be cool. Because, and, and it just, like, obviously. Fauci's done this to himself. But as you're reading the the Robert F. Kennedy, RFK Jr. book, um, it's really pointing out that, like, anybody who knew this dude should not have been surprised. Oh, yeah. This is his behavior. And then, and I I do want to say something that I noticed today, like, 
it does at times seem like the global elite and the scumbaggery and all of this stuff, Hillary Clinton, you know, the event horizon of humanity, that that they've all got it all together. They've got us cornered in every way, shape, and form. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we're not... We're not, they're, you know, they're pretty smart. These are smart people and everything like that. And they spend a lot, like, the time that you spend taking care of your family and, and doing good things and creating memories and trying to build a better home, community, township, city, you know, state, nation, all that kind of stuff. All that time you spend doing that stuff, these scumbags think about how to basically ruin it for their own personal gain. So is it that they're smart or do they just spend a lot of time on really diabolical, messed up stuff? But... Every time that you 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 think like man, there's not a move that you can, and that it sometimes felt that way with Obama, like there was no way to win with that cat. Like even if he lost, they would make sure he won. Yeah. You know, and now obviously Biden did lose, and they did make sure he won, and all that kind of stuff. Nice drink of a, what is this today? Medusa. Almond Olay. Oh. And it's pretty good. That's a really good. It's a really. It's a very golden afternoon here in. Uh, in Orange County. Yeah, it's unseasonably warm, I would say, even for Southern California. Yeah, and I've been obsessed over the last 24 hours with this song by Cream that I'd never heard before called Tales of Brave Ulysses. And it's it, it does feel like that kind of day of, yeah. in that song. Yeah. It's a very golden sort of mythic kind of day. Yeah, you played it for me. I didn't know you had just discovered it. Oh, I've played it. it. I've probably played it like 10, 15 times today. <laughs> While I was stacking plates, I was uh, I was into it. Yeah. And there's just a phrase in there that I really, really like. And it's, it just goes back to how people like really used to make evocative songs. And then sometimes on our workouts, we'll listen to them and like, not only are they nothing, but oh, like some, current songs. Yeah, yeah, sometimes like there's some really jacked up things in those songs. Yeah. And if not jacked up, at least like downers, like most yeah, of like, them are like all downers. of them are like verbatim downers. Yeah. But people used to write some pretty cool songs. So. Yeah. So what do you remember what the phrase is in this one that you wrote? Uh, a brown skinned girl coming out of the turquoise. And it's just, it's like, it, that's the song's reference to Aphrodite. It's just, it's such an evocative line, brown skin and turquoise. I'm like, wow, that, that that's cool. really beautiful. It's a beautiful line. Yeah. And then, of course, Hero Freedom Buddy, Eric Clapton on guitar when he was hey. a young man. Yeah. Yeah. You are right, hero freedom, but freedom buddy indeed. But um, I was talking about something. I was talking about before that. See, the, there's the Zymers setting in. You were talking about how it seems to us sometimes when we're frustrated, like they always win, and yeah, even they when always, they don't win, they, always win. they make sure they make it seem like. So they there's win. there's evil genius Fauci today, you know, and Ron Paul is just like laying into it. Or Rand, but yeah. And yeah, Ron, Rand or Ron. Rand's kind of a weird name. It is like well, Rand McNally. Wait, is he Randy? Is it Randall? I don't know, but like Rand, Rand McNally, Ra- random. Know, I always think of. Rand. You would name your kid Random. I could say uh, that. I don't know. It's a little weird to me. It is a little weird. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Rand. So Rand is in there just ripping Fauci to shreds in front of the nation, as you do. Um, and then Rand Paul decides, or, or, or Fauci decides that he's going to be brilliant and show that Rand Paul is fundraising off of dr fauci and like it it is weird like fauci has these moments where he does seem like that martin short character that i initially like (laughs) he seems nervous and he does seem like a criminal who's got something to hide 
and and thinks he's smarter and is just laying in wait to that's what you think senator you know like just really you're really bad at this and 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 one thing people need to understand as politicians like you know how you watch sports you watch sports on monday night last night and and like you have to understand i had this friend one time i used to do construction with him boy my stories just go all over the place as the (laughs) zymer sets in i'm worse than dennis miller so i love it but I had this friend, and you have to remember all the threads because we've got to get back. We've got to get back to Fauci and okay. Rand Paul. But he he had played college level basketball, and he really followed basketball and loved basketball. And his sons were really good at basketball and everything like that. And so we would go watch their games and everything like that. And he said, I, I said, do you think any of these kids have a chance at the NBA? And he said, you you really have to understand like there's only one kid uh, usually in 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 a, in an area that's the best mm-hmm. you know out of several high schools and and when that kid gets to that high, gets to college he is everybody on that team everybody on that team is him they're all the best from those regions and everything like that and and then on top of that to play in the NBA you have to be the 1% of those guys yeah. and so it's unrealistic the levels like how good a pro athlete is compared to other people you know, yeah. when it's when it's legit and real, like going back to Megan Rapaho, you know, who's oh. the, the, the girls, the girls soccer coach. I don't know. They co- probably don't call them girls or oh, women. Oh, she the coach? I thought she She's, played on the team. I don't oh, know. Okay. She, she seems to be like. I mean, maybe she initially played on the team and now she's the coach. I don't know. I think she I, does both. I think she's basically the cult leader and yeah. everything is her way over there at. Uh, but when they played a boys high school team, the boys just de- <laughs> decimated them. I know. Because it's it's like women's soccer isn't legitimate. It's not like you're not. I mean, you're great for women and everything like that. But they're just there's just realities and everything like that. So there are also realities for men, and the reality is that some people are just not only great at sports, but they've got the body to be great at sports. There are some athletes that are great at sports, but they had to work to overcome physical difficulties or just, just, you know, like you can't, you can't just be 350 pounds mm-hmm. um, of solid muscle to, to play on the sort of offense, uh, the defensive line and things like that. Yeah. I mean, football players didn't used to be that big. Anyways, you have to understand the levels of how great a pro athlete is over an average, average person. And, and someone once pointed out, they said, you have to understand that about politicians who've risen to that level. That's them. Hmm. They are so good at politics. Even if you think they're dumb or whatever, blah, 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 you know, you do. And they are dumb. Like there is a certain amount of stupidity, but there's like, it, it was a thing that people said about Trump. And I, I don't know that Trump is the smartest guy in, in the world. I know that he works hard. Um, I think they always tried to attack, like if we'd use the reverse navigation and they always try to say that Trump was lazy or whatever. But like, as I understand, the cat only sleeps a few hours a night mm-hmm. and he seems to scheme a lot. Is he the smartest person in the world? I don't think he even thinks he's the smartest person in the world. But a lot of people who are really good at business know that you can overcome smarts by just working, outworking everybody. And, and Trump was kind of that guy. He did he did kind of have nothing else to do but work. Yeah, and one other thing that I and golf that people who worked closely with him in the White House noticed, or maybe like is that he learned. people that observed, yeah, is yeah. He, he would really he would learn his job, learn. and you can see in his presence he did learn it. Like it, like the initial the initial ignorance was too much to overcome when you had sort of the insidious plot of Obama and Comey basically attempting to to kneecap him from the beginning. Mm-hmm. 
but Trump did have one gift that was like that was that was like the politician's ability. And and it's not like a smart or intelligent or gifted gift. It's just Trump was like a running back that could see daylight. And they say that's like the greatest running backs are the ones that can see the way through without anybody else being able to see it. Mm-hmm. And that was Trump. He knew exactly how to navigate an issue to move it to where he wanted to be. And there were times, like, if you go back through his presidency, look at things, like, where they had him pinned, and he would just come out and say, this thing. And everything, the conversation would flip, and, you know, like, he could, he got them to be able to react to any, like, he got them to basically say, you know, we hate cops. You know, and all the things, mm-hmm. like, he he could he could force them to take any issue because he was that running back. And that's the thing with politicians, and now we're heading back towards Fauci. Mm-hmm. Um, for Fauci to go in there, who has been a tyrant in the health industry... In the basically, you know, uh, the 80s. you know, like just basically being this mob don who who had power from the government. He's a bureaucrat. It's not the same as being a politician like Fauci's probably in many years never been asked to stand up and defend himself or give any kind of count. He's sort of ruled with an iron fist. Now you've got Rand Paul, who's run multiple elections and has been doing that even before he was in politics, when his dad was in politics. So these are people that have a certain amount of political acumen and understand that a lot of it is theater. And so what is this genius Fauci, who's who's pretty much started a genocide uh, and, and getting away with it, you know, unless, uh, you know, like today, like in this bombshell news from Veritas, if and we should post that in the comments like mm-hmm. if that doesn't end fauci I, I don't know what will I know. but i mean it's clear he lied and it's clear they were doing gain of function and it's clear that the united states has been dramatically holed below the waterline because of this and if that's not uh, a reason not just to fire this man or have him resign but to really move to nuremberg trials 2.0 which i i absolutely think we think we need to do and i think we will be offered this sort of like um, hey, let's let it. Let's 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 get together. Let's work it out. You know that like when they realize the jig is up, they'll start talking about kumbaya stuff. And 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 it's a good argument because everybody's so sick of fighting, they might go for it. But not me. Yeah. I'd like I'd like some Nuremberg trials. I'd like some hangings. Well, I'm I, sure. I I'd like some. I'd like to find. I, and I'm going to go into that later in the podcast. But say, why don't I take a breath and drink some coffee, and you be in this podcast? Yeah. Well, I was going to say I don't think it's just you. I'm pretty sure anyone that lost someone to COVID, for example, would sure want him tried yeah. in a Nuremberg, yeah. Nuremberg trial because they wouldn't have lost their loved one yeah. otherwise. But like, yeah. I had the thought recently. And I just would like to put this out here, there, because I think these these trials were coming if if we can get to whatever, uh, if we can get through this. Like, if you guys need an executioner, like legal justified executioner, I'm not talking about killing or murder or anything like that. I'm just like state authorized ex- and and. And you're iffy about that? Let me know. <laughs> I will be there. I will provide the rope or the bullets, or I can even strangle people with my bare hands. The people who have done this to us deserve death. It's it's that bad. And so, of course, legally authorized, state justified execution, all legal and above board. If you can't find the people to do it, let me know. Uh, yeah. I'm down. Uh, I'll even pay for my own gas. <laughs> no, I had this. And thought. believe me, I'll have no problem. I'll sleep great. <laughs> I had this thought recently, and it's about Fauci and the other people, you know, that were responsible for this. Like, okay, everyone pretty much agrees now that this came out of the lab, 
whether some people think it was by accident, some people like us think it was on purpose, but either way, let's pretend it was by accident even. The point is, they were doing this gain of function stuff, which they were not supposed to do, so they're doing something that was already known to be dangerous. Anyway, why are they not at least guilty of manslaughter? Because I was thinking, like, a normal citizen would be... A normal citizen kills one person accidentally, and that's usually manslaughter, right? Like, let's yeah. say, like, eh, like if you're... If you're in a car wreck and it's your fault and someone dies, that's manslaughter usually, right? Yeah. So this is clearly manslaughter on a massive scale. To be uh, kind to him, I think it's more yeah. premeditated and on purpose. But let's just give him the benefit of the doubt. That that should be manslaughter. Like. It's amazing what the rest of us are held account to. Mm-hmm. There are guys in the military sitting in Leavenworth for six to 20 years because they did something that their OPSEC uh, or security clearance was against it. And sometimes it, 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 it wasn't even bad. Like it was a mistake. Um, but then you have Hillary Clinton who like, okay. I mean, literally is most likely uh, in the pay of several foreign is a, is a foreign agent for several nations mm-hmm. and was literally selling influence and was, you know, acting in an actual official role, not as, not as, you know, first lady, whatever the hell that is, but, you know, the, the secretary of state and literally was like flagrantly violating OPSEC policies mm-hmm. for her own gain. Yeah. You know, but oh, no, it was yoga emails between her and her fat ass daughter. Two fat asses doing yoga. Those two haven't done a fucking yoga in their lives. The last the only yoga they've done is yogurt, double fat flavor from like, you know, What's a fat yogurt place? Golden Spoon. Well, Golden Spoon is a yeah, yogurt. not real yogurt, like fat fat people yogurt. <laughs> not like the yogurt that you and I have every morning. That uh, that stuff's gonna clean you out, man. <laughs> Major probiotic <laughs> yogurt. That stuff. That stuff is. It's like comes with fifty three million cultures. Or maybe even you know. Billy. I don't know. It's like a. And I like out. it. It's <laughs> like here's the weird thing. It tastes so good that I could eat a, a whole jar of it. It would turn you up. it would turn your insides to liquid. <laughs> it would be like a shitstorm of epic proportions. Sorry, I mean like that's the I mean a poo storm or whatever, but like that yogurt's powerful, and I like the taste of it. Now it drives you nuts. No, no, no I like it. <coughs> it it's just super tart, but <coughs> I like tart things. It just Sorry makes about the radio me there, folks. make a face like yeah. what's tart, but it's good. I like it. Um, but even when we buy it, they're like, you should just have a spoonful of this. But it's yeah. so good. Sometimes I want to eat it like ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> and and it, but it's like don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. But, but you're right again though. Like golden spoon is fat people yogurt. <laughs> it's like I want to put you know caramels and everything like that. We're having yogurt. I want to pretend I'm being cream. healthy because I can say it's yogurt. Yeah, it's not <laughs> but yogurt. It's, really ice cream. <laughs> it's fat yogurt. <laughs> if you really want to be healthy with ice cream, you know what you do? Gelato. Gelato. It yeah it has. Gelato less fat. tastes better and is half the fat. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, that's winning. No, like, I thought the same thing, um, like, the Fauci thing, and, like, why isn't that manslaughter? Because it would be if he was a normal citizen. Like, it was that same thing that you and maybe JR or someone in the comments made about the Afghanistan thing. Oh, okay, one sorry. soldier yeah. loses his weapon or whatever, um, major trouble. And yet, they left, like, didn't they make Afghanistan, like, the third most armed country in the world or something yeah, crazy? Like, and, like, they did all that and, like, yeah. no repercussions. I follow weapons dealers in Africa just to see what's going on in mm-hmm. case I want to go pick me up a 240 Bravo. And, like, our weapons are now all over the Middle East. A lot of them are in Iran now. Wow. 
you know, but like, yeah, I mean that like, like if a, if a rifle battalion, like I was in lost a rifle, an infantry battalion lost a rifle, that would be a full stop forever and people would lose their jobs Insane. over a rifle. Yeah. I, here's a story. I saw, I was, I was in a unit one time and we were at the range and a guy's rifle slipped into the open air latrine, which is nothing more than a pit that's been there for a hundred years filled with like detritus. (laughs) And, and he put his, he put his rifle up next to the toilet and it just went shloop and they they made him go in and get it. Wow. Yeah. Him. Yeah. Yeah. They don't have a special service. Mm-hmm. They don't have, you know, the, you know, uh, 88, 88 Zulu, you know, that's, wow. you know, poo rifle retriever. No, it's <laughs> going to be you. You're exactly. going to get lowered down into the poo pit and, and you're probably going to be discharged from the service with PTSD from that alone. <laughs> like the, for the rest of your life at Thanksgiving dinners or, you know, your daughter's wedding or whatever, like you will suddenly like stare off into space sometime and someone will ask you, they're like, what's wrong, Steve? And you'll be all one time I was lowered into a pit full of poo. <laughs> yeah. That's a major PTSD. You don't get over that one. Yeah. But back to, I'm going to bring it back around now and remind you. That's why we're in the show together. Where you were at, which was, Fauci and Rand Paul. So Fauci, <laughs> that's funny. Look how long Whoa! that took to get back. I would have never but got back I there. I love where we segued yeah, from. Yeah. Like, as in, speaking of... Speaking of. <laughs> back to Fauci. <laughs> I love it when people uh, leave reviews on my novels and they're, and they're like, I love I love this... Let me praise me. Um, <laughs> go on. Um, I love this novel and I love all the action. I love all the characters. I wish this guy would stop writing stream of consciousness. You know, I'm like, but you understand that's the beauty of it. That's the rhythm that gets you into the jam. Like let go mm-hmm. Asperger's and just enjoy the ride. Stop being like, and I need to have it this way. Well, it's not going to be that way. <laughs> you know, you, you got to get the freak show to get to the fun show. And that's how I write. Yeah. But, um, so Fauci memes himself. He holds up a sign in the age of the internet. <laughs> Like, but not even like go back to the the Trump the Dewey defeats uh, Truman. Mm-hmm. That's what he did to himself today, and that that picture is still around to this day. Where some I forget which paper it was like basically had Dewey holding up this paper saying that he won the presidential election. It wasn't Truman won it. Wow. So, but the Fauci or or the won. Hillary Clinton oh the Hillary Clinton uh, uh, presidential issue for Time or whatever all the magazines that had. You know her winning, or or even her own Twitter account. I don't even think they may have taken this tweet down, but like right before the election, it said "Happy birthday to this future president." Whoa! And her own Twitter account. So you know, like it's obviously a Twitter aide did that, but it's supposed to be you. Yeah. You know, but there. So you're saying happy birthday, and you you're not, and you never will be, yeah. even though I think she's gonna run, and you know who knows. But um, so he holds up a sign that says Fauci lied. Yeah. You know, basically say, and it's it's a screen cap from that he printed out or someone printed out uh, from Ron Paul's you know uh, homepage for his campaign, um, and it's totally legitimate. It's and and Fauci was right to make the attack. Just don't hold up the sign that says Fauci lied, Fauci, yeah. <laughs> and now he will be memed forever because of that. I mean, he sank himself. Like that guy should be basically nibbling on the barrel of a 357, sobbing. 
and listening to air supply because that's how I imagine he goes out. <laughs> I'm all out of love. Yeah. I'm so lost without you. <laughs> but he's so cheap, he probably just keeps clicking the iTunes refresh and gets 15-second <laughs> clips of it. Yeah, I, I would say so. Yeah. Um, the droplets. <laughs> so I think someone was saying in the Signal group, I just barely kind of glanced at it and then our coffee was ready, but I think they were saying something like they were a little concerned maybe that even though the Project Veritas stuff is really great, like it could kind of implicate the U.S. Uh-huh. like to the rest sure. of the world. And Good. they might obviously like even though we're all against it, Good. they might kind of put that on all of us, which it's not all of us. Good. Know, I think we should be implicated. As I've said before, it, 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 the things that I'm learning about my government doing, mm. um, I'm totally 100 percent against that. Oh, yeah. Me too. I, I don't want that government. Yeah. I don't. These what these people have been up to. This is monster stuff. Yep. This is absolutely like the thing that floored me yesterday was Pfizer, you know, partnering with the Boys and Girls Club to inject them. I'm like, no, I mean, like, I mean, this is this is garbage. American people, I'm 100% for us. The Constitution, yes. Mm-hmm. America, all the way. I will spend my life for this country, mm-hmm. but not for this government. No this way. government needs to cease. This government needs to end. This government is wrong and illegal. I had a great conversation today with <clears throat> a lawyer. Um, because I was picking up my new uh, uh, first production line uh, FFL. I, I was at the lawyer who's an FFL, picking up the first upper and lower to come from Indelible Arms, who named their or named their armory after or their gunmaker armor armor after uh, the ship in uh, Galactic Outlaws. And so I asked to purchase the first one. Cool. So I got it today. So I'm going to be putting together a really nice little. Uh, uh, kill weapon. Yeah. Assault rifle. Hey, nice. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be brutal. It'll be your version of kill shot. Yeah. <laughs> Just in a freedom kind of way. It's a it's a it's a kill shot for tyranny. Exactly. Um, when the palm trees are on fire, it's always good to have a couple of weapons around. You know. I highly encourage the buying of guns, the lifting of heavy things, and the insisting on your rights and not complying with tyranny because nobody ever complied their way out of tyranny. And yes, not everybody here is a Christian, but now would be a great time to pray. Mm-hmm. If you believe, that's cool. Yeah, I think you will be as comforted as I am, as God has continually brought me around and said, if you don't think I don't got this, you don't know me. And I'm like, okay, I'm yeah. good. And I really do have a very good sense of peace and I've run through a lot of scenarios of how things have gone and there's nothing that's really bothered me I'm like yeah I'm down for whatever I've had a really great life uh, I've been immensely blessed by God uh, if he stopped giving now um, I really have received pressed down without measure and overflowing it's really been great if you don't believe then why not just throw it up and check it out see how you feel maybe yeah. something happens we could we could all use a little prayer you know yeah I always believe like um, if you're not there yet if you don't believe or you don't know like I think if you pray and be like would you reveal yourself to me you know to God would you like help me believe I totally think he will yeah there was there was a man who had a son who was demon possessed and he said that to Christ he said help me in my unbelief yeah you know and Christ did and uh you know 
you think God loves us? We already love Him. Imagine how much He loves you, and you don't, and you don't even know Him or exist. You're like, He He just would love to get to know you. That's what I think about God. I mean, yep. God loves everybody and, and everything like that. But like, it's like you with Jews. You love Jews. Like, love Jews. And if they're completed Jews, you're oh. like, oh yes. <laughs> That's how God is with unbelievers. (laughs) It's like, oh, I love unbelievers. Yeah. You know, because he wants to get to know you. But he loves us all. Yeah. Um, So that's that's kind of uh, that situation. You know, when you think that they've got it all together and that they've got us covered at every, you know, and things are getting blocked. Remember, this is the guy who holds up a sign that is now going to meme himself into oblivion. Like, I mean, just the dumbest move in, in, in the world, yeah. you know? So it was great. That is great. Oh, you think, you think you're think you so smart, Senator? <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Yeah. You sound just like him. Well, I'm kind of doing, I forget, it's like, but it is Martin Short, but it is Jerry Lewis, but there's another person who would talk like that. I can't remember. If you know in the chat, I bet Michael Rothman knows. Yeah. Because he's a, he's a fan of vintage comedy. <laughs> so, well, speaking of comedy... Did you have any thoughts on... And he's Jewish. And Jewish people are 50% funnier than the rest of us. <laughs> they are pretty funny. They're pretty, they are pretty <laughs> funny. You would have to have a sense of humor being Jewish with all that they've been through. Yeah. You, like, the worst thing in the world is to meet a depressed Jew. Like, yeah. you know, just no optimism. Best thing is to meet Jews who are, who've got a pretty good sense of humor about all the persecution. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Um, but speaking of comedy, did you have any thoughts on... The Bob Saget. Passing of Bob Saget. Bob Saget. Well, I always knew about Bob Saget, and I, uh, I, I always thought he was a soulless vampire. Hmm. Um, I never liked Full House, but then again, it was after my time. Um, I like Dave Coulier. Like if I like, I was I was he? probably he was, he wasn't Uncle Jesse, but he was the other. Oh, guy. Uncle Joey. Maybe? Uncle Joey. Yeah. I was I was Team Dave Coulier. Yeah, I liked him. He I was funny. Team I was Team Uncle Joey. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but you know, Team John Stamos was cool because John mm-hmm. Stamos is always like, he's he's a good looking man. You know, he's Greek. All the Greeks are good looking. Oh, okay. Is you he know, Greek? yeah, know Stamos. No, I guess I would have thought like Italian, but I never really thought about it. So. <laughs> no, I mean, you're right. You're right. I just never never thought about it. Yeah. The only thing that the Portuguese care about is who's Portuguese. Yeah. When we get together, that's all you guys do is talk about. <laughs> Famous sports stars or people like he's Portuguese. And we're like, oh, yeah. Cool. But Good you could know. care less if they're Greek or Italian. It's the same thing to you, isn't it? Greek and Italian. Uh, no, it's yeah. a little. Do you different. think you could find the difference between Greece and Italy on a map? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Italy's the boot. That's yeah. easy. And well, Greece is sort of, I think, like I know what Greece looks like. <laughs> well, I was gonna say I'm picturing it. It's like smaller-ish, and yeah. it's sort of like. Let's play a real quick game. I'm gonna say some things, and you tell me if they're Greek or Italian. All right. Okay. Uh, pasta. Italian. Actually, Greek too. Well, I know, they but have pasta also. Probably most people would say Italian. Lamb. More. Oh, that's more Greek. Very good. That's that's uh, you, Should we go for a third one? Sure. Uh, <clears throat> Temple of Athena. Greek. Very good. You nailed it. Hey, I was gonna say the reason probably that I lean more toward Italy is because there's like an opera relation with Italy and not so much with Greece. Yeah, the Greeks and never so, got into opera. Yeah. But you are the Medusa, and that is Greek. That's true. I mean, the Greeks had a famous opera singer, Maria Callas, I'm pretty sure was Greek, right? I think so. Pretty sure. Yeah. But, um, 
Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. In their culture, though, that opera wasn't a big thing, apparently. Yeah. So. But back to Bob Saget. Okay. Um, <clears throat> it was well known in Hollywood that he was a bit of a hedonist. Like, he... he, he I would just listen to him, and he just seemed... Um, he was funny. He, he was funny. I'm not, I'm not going to not say that. It's just there was something soulless about him. Like, he was just, like, the humor didn't match the eyes. Mm. And it's like, and he, I mean, he would be on Dennis Miller, and, and I found him candid at times. Like, he was candid about stuff. He was candid about how hedonistic he was. He was an atheist. I felt bad for him mm. in that. His reasons for being an atheist are some of the more legitimate ones. Like, when he talked about it, he just said his, his, his uh, wife, his sister, his sister had died very badly That's of right. cancer. Yeah. And so that was, hey, buddy, nothing going on here in the cut? No. Anything? All right. Um, still looking. Huh. What's the interest? I don't know. Maybe a fed? <laughs> oh, he's, he's moving on now. What's the interest? Um <laughs> He, his sister died very badly of cancer, and that seemed to uh, make him struggle with belief in any, any sort of divine force of good that could allow that to happen. And that's the problem of pain and suffering is is one of the biggest, you know, barriers to belief. And I don't think anybody should ever wade into it or say anything trite, you know, or whatever. When people struggle with that issue, it's a really, really big issue. Mm-hmm. Um, it's weird though. It's Having said that, he will now wade into that issue and struggle with it. It's the biggest problem in my experience um, in observing humanity isn't the problem of pain. It's actually the problem of pleasure. Mm-hmm. Pain, I usually get closer to God. Yeah. I think, I think a lot common. of people get closer to God, you know, reaching out for something that will alleviate the suffering that they're going through, whether it's emotional or or physical or anything like that. I think that that has a ten, that has a tendency to do that. Um, but it's usually the problem of pleasure that really is 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 the biggest problem in society because without sort of any pain, um, you do have a tendency to constant concentrate on the ephemeral, the ridiculous things that don't mean anything. And so maybe Bob Saget. Uh, was basically bullshitting everybody and saying it was about his sister when he did kind of live a super hedonistic life and everything like that. So maybe it was that reason that we kind of think a lot of people are atheists, which is that they want to yeah. do some yeah, like, I mean, do some sin stuff that and they don't want to have to and feel it, like it's not sinning. just with that. It's with anything. Like people are going to do what they're going to do. You're not going to talk them out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, like right now there's, there's this thing about the ATF is trying to get everybody to turn in their silencers and their solvent cleaners and everything like that. And I would just say like to the government, like Christianity figured out a long time ago that you can't legislate righteousness. That's not a good look. Spanish Inquisition. Mm -hmm. Um, you just have to lead people to an experience or to what you think is right. And the best way to do that is to make a winning argument and to talk with them and all of those kinds of things. Um, but at the end of the day, you can tell some someone like, this thing that you're doing, it's going to hurt you and kill you. And they're still going to do it. They're just going to do it because they want to do it. And so I think he was he was one of those guys. It, so who knows why he died or how he died. Um, I don't know that it was partying. I think maybe he maybe stopped that kind of stuff or whatever. 
I know that he had had a few health problems a few years ago, but again, we now have in this society this desire to cl- cross all the diehard Bruce Willis uh, Tower of Terror broken glass to avoid ever having anything to do with Occam's razor when it comes to the vaccine mm-hmm. or the virus. And the truth of the matter is is that Bob Saget, or as I like to call him, Bob Saget, um, we saw John Lovitz one time and he did a really great bit about Bob Saget. That's the really cool thing about John Lovitz is like all the comedians like him. I think he is most likely high functioning Asperger's and he fights with all of them. Like he gets in fights and, and like he has <laughs> he did this puppet theater called Bob Saget and the Gay Sailor. And let me tell you, it's pretty funny. I know. You know what? That, that was actually one thought I had. I was kind of <laughs> sad because I was like, oh, John Lovitz, he might not be able to do that bit. Anymore. No, he'll still do it. <laughs> he'll still do it. That's John Lovitz. You can't, I don't think you can dissuade him from like, I don't think he understands those kind of things. Like he just. But in comedian world, they probably know that each other are cool with it. Oh, I think, I yeah. no, I think Bob Saget would be like, if you, if you guys want to like say that I strangled myself in my bathroom with a gay hooker, you know, like he would think that was funny. Yeah. Like, and Dennis Miller said like he, he, one time Bob Saget told a joke so raunchy. It was the raunchiest joke he'd ever heard in his life. And he's like, I can't even repeat it. And I think, I think Bob Saget tried to do that stuff to get away from like, and it's just the weirdest thing in Hollywood. Like you get success and like, it's not when you're first starting. And believe me, I'm an actor who struggled like with zero success. And like, you would just do anything for just someone to pay you to do your monkey trick or whatever it is. And then these people get it and then they seem to want to break it. And he was one of those kind of guys like, America responded to him as the dad on Full House and then America's Funniest Home Videos. And he had Mm -hmm. a cottage industry. But he seemed to want to, like, jack that up as much as possible. And and I think most of America... Like, I mean, it's like Julia Louis-Dreyfus when she left Seinfeld. Like, her big thing was, I just want to say the F word. And it's like, why is that so big to you? Why do you want to do that? Like, you... Especially, you can say it as much as you want in your normal life. You unfunny, vapid true. You're not that funny if Larry David's not writing for you. (laughs) You know? And so, it's just... It's it's weird that people... Like, I mean, it's just... It just shows, like... Back in the day, like, if you were a Peter Laurie or Red Skeleton or whatever, if someone was going to pay you a weekly rate to show up and do something, you did it. And you kept doing it until no one wanted you around. And it's just weird. They, They do get like that. And so... I think he was somebody who tried to constantly harm his career by being as shocking and guttery as possible. Um, and so, like, he was kind of a vampire or a werewolf. You know, like, he was he was this other thing. He dated a lot of Playboy people and porn people and stuff like that. He seemed, he seemed to want to be, like, as bad as possible to mm-hmm. sort of, like, counter that. So, I don't know. But again, crossing the... Uh, broken glass of Bruce Willis Tower of Terror Occam's razor. Um, the truth of the matter is that he was vaccinated on December 1st. He boosted. was boosted on December 1st and he had talked about the vaccination and everything like that. And he'd done videos on his little podcast and he seemed healthy and fine and he even had he even did a two hour set the night before. And so I, I can tell you this, like you get exhausted talking to people and things like that. So he was obviously really healthy and well and then oh he suddenly died in his sleep. And they did confirm it wasn't drugs yeah, in the sense of like a normal kind of drug overdose there weren't like those kind of drugs in his system so it wasn't that so yeah, yeah. crazy 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 
so sad. Very sad. Good... Very sad. I, I hope that in some way, shape, or form, because I hadn't heard him in a while, that uh, he, you know, maybe arrived at some kind of belief system. Yeah. Um, that, well, I'm not even going to say some kind. Of, I, hope, I hope he got to know Jesus. Me too. Because I know that Jesus wanted to get to know him. Me too. But free will is such an eloquent thing. You know, like, we're given it. We're not robots. And I've been thinking about that concept for some science fiction. And it's just like, it's so weird to have free will. The free will to, you know, choose what you're going to believe, but then not make this sort of all paths lead to happiness. Like, no, there's consequences. And and I think in this day and age, a, a lot of people are really seriously advised of the consequences. And, like, it goes back to that problem of pleasure. You know, if, if Bob Sajay had been a wheelchair-bound wheelchair cripple his entire life who'd never known the touch of a woman you know or something like that does that, that bother you did that disturb no. you because my mom's funny. listening was, to this podcast very... suddenly decided to be Orson Welles and say the touch of a woman um if he had never known pleasure you know perhaps uh, you know if you uh, let me put this if he wouldn't have been distracted by pleasure you know, if he wouldn't have had an endless supply of Playboy models and friends from the Chuckle Hut and cocaine and, you know, uh, the ability just to go over to ABC and just cash a check whenever you wanted, like, hey, I'm going to give you America's home funny videos, 46, you know, like, and again, like, the brilliance of that show, which seems incredibly vapid to me, but I remember when it sort of took the nation by storm, but it's like, all you had to do was play videos that people did for you. And mm-hmm. you just had some interns going through or comedians like, this is funny and writing writing you some lines or whatever and riff on it. Like they didn't even have to shoot a show. Yeah. They didn't even have to shoot that stuff. They just played video clips and people thought it was hilarious and they thought it was so hilarious. They sent you more free content. It's almost as brilliant as Jeff Bezos and Amazon saying, we will let you put your stories up here. And, mm-hmm. and you know, like it's, it was, it was a brilliant, like, again, it was a brilliant marketing move and he was so blessed to be a part of that. But this, you know, if he had maybe not had those things, if he'd maybe been an actor, you know, I remember one time, uh, I met this guy who had been the heavenly kid. Which was a movie like in the mid to late 80s. Mm-hmm. And well, I shouldn't have said that part. Anyways, life wasn't working out too well for the heavenly kid. Let's just leave, <laughs> <laughs> let's just leave it there. <laughs> you met him in real life, you're saying? Yeah, IRL. Oh. I also met Jerry O'Connell one time and that cat was partying. Never a fan. You know, but I'm just saying like sometimes maybe if life doesn't work out for you or you get shows and TV gigs and movies and things like that. Maybe if if it's a little more slapped around, you're maybe more open to asking some of the more serious questions that have a bigger impact on your life overall and and your eternity. Because, you know, you do have to arrive at that point where you go, is there eternity or isn't there? And you could say there isn't eternity and then just live that way. Pascal's wager would tell you that, like, even if you don't believe in eternity, but you bet that there is, why not cover your bet? Because you win either way. Mm-hmm. And really, you kind of lose either way the other way. Like, if there really if is If there's nothing, nothing, you're dead. Then there's just nothing. Yeah. Okay. And if, there's, if, if there, there is, is a God and you didn't believe in him, uh-oh. well, then you're, you're super screwed. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But some people just value the moment. They want, you know, they want to suck the full marrow of life. And 
I always go back to the Spanish proverb, which is the man who has loved many women has loved none. And the man who has loved one woman has loved them all. I love that one. That's, well, well thank you, I'd like dear. to think that's you. That's we, you since we've met. <laughs> right. We will sell no wine before it's time. <laughs> What's that from? I'm doing Orson Welles. That's oh. my Orson Welles voice. I like it. You have to do it very serious and overheated. There's an actor who really does Orson Welles, and if you were to get to make a, a really great Orson Welles movie, uh, he would be perfect for it, except that he is black. But he is, <laughs> he, Well, he, nowadays, they'll, they'll be fine. You know, they, you should. You should totally, well, you know what they could do? They could do Othello, because Orson Welles did do a black Othello, huh. which Othello is black. But it's the guy who was in French Dispatch, and he was in a season of Fargo. And he has such a rich vocal quality that it's almost exactly like Orson Welles. The kind of like big blonde guy, blonde kid. Black. Oh, the a black guy. Black thing. guy. I'm trying to think of who that was. Oh. In the French Dispatch, he was okay. the f- he was the food critic. Yeah, yeah, that guy was good. I like yeah, him. That was good. He's I've seen him, and he was in Fargo too. Oh. And uh, if I could get him to narrate books, I'd be like down with that. Yeah. But I have my That's eyes good. on another cat. Ah. I guess you can't say just in case. It's the guy from uh, The Looming Towers. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I like that guy. Yeah. Yep. We'll have to see. He's probably available. He's not like... <laughs> he's kind of like under the radar as an actor, I would say. So. I, that's always the fun part about Hollywood is assessing people's careers. Like when you don't really have one, just like, that guy's a loser. <laughs> but sometimes people like that because they're... Not in... that guy, but like I'm saying, like yeah. you, would, you would say like... Like, they would say, oh, this guy who was on the love boat, he's a loser, you know? And you're like, uh, he was on one of the biggest network shows of all time. And he probably beat out a hundred other guys to be on that show. But you call him a loser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's totally true. Totally. You who've never auditioned for a show in your life, nor booked a, you know, a commercial for pizza. Yeah. No, I was going to say, like, because sometimes actors like that actually do work a lot because they're under the radar enough. Yeah. And if they can do, like, a lot of character stuff, they do, like, they're in everything. And yeah. And you don't even realize it. And you're like, And oh, you get wow. a lot of regional theater and everything like that. But, you know, like, it's it's just that thing where everybody wants to play for the big brass ring. And the big brass ring is Tom Cruise. And the funny thing I would tell you is Tom Cruise is not a career path. He, he's a freak. Mm-hmm. You know, like, he has an irreprodu- irreproducible career. It, it's statistically impossible to be Tom Hanks. I mean, Tom Cruise. <laughs> Not even Tom Hanks is Tom Cruise. Yeah. And it's just like, you just. but people show up every day in Hollywood. I want to be the next Tom Cruise. Like, probably not. People like with real, like even chops and good looks and people who are even booking things like still, still, you won't, you won't even come close to that cat. It's mm-hmm. a, it's phenomenal. I don't even know that there even is an old time movie star that has matched his level of success. Wow. Yeah, he's, he's a freak. Yeah. It is yeah. crazy. And like pretty much... He kind of just does him. He just right? plays Tom Cruise. I yeah. mean, he'll play these other roles sometimes that are really funny, but they're so small. Yeah. And his management team just really won't kind of let him do those things. But he's he's good at it. He's really fun. Yeah. Um, but the business of being Tom Cruise is just too much money. What I like about him, and I don't even know if he's like this in real life because he seemed maybe a little crazy when we got a peek inside his real life briefly. <laughs> but like, he just watching him in a movie. He seems nice and fun. Like, he just seems like a nice, fun guy. Like, that's how he comes off. You know? Like, he's got that smile. And you're just like, that's a nice guy smile. I don't... I I think he's... I mean, people I know who know him just say he's kind of all business all the time. Mm -hmm. 
and he he doesn't he uh, I don't think there's the ego but then again you know he is religious that's yeah. the thing like and he's part of a very specific religion and he's a friend with the head of that re- religion who seems like some sort of weird rageaholic mm-hmm. so I don't know if we use the um, measure you by the company you keep yeah then Tom Cruise is an Uh-oh. asshole apparently yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know I I, I don't know. Yeah, he's done great say. though. All I can I can just admire the career and say, guy's done great. But yeah. but do I think he has a mean streak in him? Yeah, I bet you he does. Mm. Yeah, a lot of people without careers now because of Tom Cruise. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, a lot of people's <laughs> careers have been ended because of Tom Cruise. Yeah, that's true. Watch out. Watch out, boy. <laughs> well, anything else on your mind? I guess there was. I, I was thinking. I was trying to think about stuff today and just kind of put it all in perspective and kind of just wrap it up but like I would say that we have to look at everything that's happened and we kind of have to add it up and it, and it the economy has been savaged the trust in all of our institutions from the police to medicine to science uh, to media has been savaged like it's irreparably damaged yeah. I think in a lot of ways um if there isn't some sort of accountability for, for Fauci, that kind of tells you everything there. There are people right now who are not nutty, um, who are movers and shakers that are talking about secession. And I won't say much more on that because I don't really know that much. But, but it was... Uh... On good authority. It's good authority. Um, you can't look at the evidence of the vaccine. And, like, let's just walk through just a, a, little, a little bit right now. The CDC is now admitting that people, the people who died had four more co- comorbidities. There was a time that that would have gotten you throttled on Twitter and kicked off. Let's just go to social media. Like, if you say anything that they don't agree with, you are banned and silenced for life. Okay? Um, But then going back to the vaccine. So, they're trying... Pfizer's going around to boys and girls clubs, which I'm pretty sure boys and girls clubs are, like, for orphans or for latchkey kids. Like... Yeah, like if you're if you're kind of well to do, you don't go to boys right. and girls clubs. So they're out there preying on people who have no advocate or defender. Yeah. You know, and and this is classic Fauci if you go back and kind of read, you know, him with with African American children and cancer treatments that they were doing, just basically annihilating them. Monster. He's a monster. Um, <clears throat> I find it very hard to believe that w- it's not a genocide. And I think that's something that's been said a lot or whatever, but I don't, it is becoming more clear by the moment and they're not relenting in this. And no, I don't think the Supreme Court, even if the Supreme Court rules our way, is going to get us out of that. They have done this before. They'll just find a new thing and say, oh, we just moved it a tick and now this is it. Or just make another ruling and make the Supreme Court while every day they're driving this. Now, are they just doing this for money to sell the pharma stuff? I think they tell themselves that. Like, we've got X amount of shots that we paid for and we've got to get rid of them. It's like, but yeah, some people are really getting hurt by these shots. Yeah. And it is turning out with the people that are now hacking into VAERS and, and going through 
foreign countries and then hacking into theirs, they're seeing that it's it's actually the data is being suppressed, that it's much, much worse. I don't think anybody feels great about the shot right now. And I don't think anybody feels great about a booster, but you have a country that's pushing this as hard as they can at every level from media to technology to scientism, which is no longer science. They've destroyed science. All, all for this. So we look at those things and then we move to what was talked about in Washington this week, which is forming camps to intern people who don't want to take this, this shot. What? What? What do you? Okay, they don't want to take the shot. So what are you going to do? You're going to put them in the, the health camp for 30 days? Well, are you going to give them the shot in the in the camp? Is that what you're going to do? They don't want the shot. Their their body, I was told for years, my body, my choice. What you're going to do to them is either give them the shot, which they think will kill them, so they're in fear for their life, or you're going to straight up kill them. We see this beginning to happen in Australia, already implemented, and we see it beginning to happen in Canada and the UK. So something isn't adding up here. This is not about a virus. Omicron was a big dud. Then they immediately tried to sell uh, the, what was it, Domicron? Uh, <laughs> uh, Omicron? Deltacron? Deltacron. Deltacron. And everybody said, no, that is an that is a error in medical testing. Mm. You know? And then you have the CDC director who keeps coming out and just saying inane things that are flying in the face of everything. You you have it, it's just it's insane that these people are not relenting. And in the backdrop of this, people begin to take pictures of the shelves at their grocery store and they put up a hashtag, you know, which is empty shelves Biden. That is a legitimate thing. I mean, there, there are empty shelves in America, and there should not be. And the supply chain is snarled, and no one is doing anything about it. And so what does big tech do? They suppress that hashtag. Wow. And it's like everything that you're accusing people of spreading misinformation, you are doing. Yeah. You know, and so here's the big question. Is this just all a series of unfortunate events? Is this a confederacy of dunces? No, it's not. It's on purpose. And it and it, it's probably the moment to begin to wake up to that. It's probably the moment to be, you know, to realize that these people don't have good intentions for us. They have good intentions for themselves. And those good intentions most likely in, evol- involve a new society and a new economy. And they don't care if a lot of eggs get broken on the way to that. You are some of those eggs. I think everybody in this conversation right now has been hurt to some extent by the virus or by the vaccine. Well, let's look at the virus for a second. It's clear from the Project Veritas emails that Fauci lied about that, that he was involved in gain of function when he was told not to by DARPA. When DARPA tells you not to do something, remember, DARPA does a lot of wacky, evil shit, straight up. And sometimes you got to do wacky, evil shit to stop the other governments they're doing wacky evil shit right. but when but when darth vader tells you that's too evil <laughs> and you still do it anyways and you lie about it to the american public because you don't feel any accountability and you're not immediately arrested and fired and hung you know like the, 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 all of this has been known about fauci and these kind of things and so you you have 
a conspiracy. It's not a conspiracy theory. You have a conspiracy. And if you add up all these independent things from the vaccine, to the from the virus to the vaccine, a lot of us have been sick from that. I, I got sick initially early on. Um, I felt for about six months that I may have had heart disease, you know, and then just got in there. Thanks to God, did work, worked out, <clears throat> rebuilt what I could and those things. But some people have lost their lives. Some people have lost their families. The conspiracy to put older people in homes and kill them and put them on ventilators and remdesivir, that's that's a real thing. And they're talking about doing it again, yeah, again. And then you move to the vaccine and you have football guys pitching over dead in front of everybody. And they're like, no, no, no. Everybody get more of this, more of this. People, everybody knows someone who's been vaccine injured. I'm almost sure of that now. Or you've seen stories that are legitimate and those stories have been suppressed and lied and everything. No, but get more, get more. Everything on TV is a campaign to do this. Why? Why? Because Omicron wasn't that bad. It was a cold. So either this is just pure greed, which I think is the stupid answer, or you put the vaccine, you put the virus together, you put the supply chain crisis together, you put the destruction of the middle class, you put pitting both sides, left and right America, who used to have just angry dialogues with each other or and tried to make their case to the American people about how they were going to run the roads and and run the military or, you know, whatever. It used to be about that. Now, now both sides are swearing death and annihilation to each other. Serious sections of this com- country controlled by serious people are beginning to think of going their own way. If we go our own way, we are screwed as a nation. We will get picked off by Russia. We will get picked off by China. We will get picked off by Latin American countries. We are stronger together. And I can tell you that it's not even a secession isn't even an option because that side is winner take all. Our side has to decide that we must stay together. And the way to stay together is to remove the people who are in government now legally remove them. And you get in government, you get in local government, you get on the school board, you find the people that you want to represent you and enough of this scumbaggery and we get into the Nuremberg trials and we root out the deep state and we stop giving our money to people who hate us. We stop giving money to corporations. I'm watching I'm watching Twitter the other day and Triscuit comes up and they've got some tranny dude in there pretending to be a woman eating a cracker. That is bullshit. I'm sick of that shit. And you are too. And we all are. And it's weird. And it needs to stop. I second that. Yeah. Right on. They're playing winner take all. They're not even thinking about secession. They're going to win everywhere. The virus is most likely a soft kill weapon. There probably is worse stuff coming. But... The virus or the vaccine? The virus. Okay. The vaccine most likely is a soft kill weapon too... And it's going to kill more people. But you can still buy guns. You can still stock up. You can still get together. You can still vote. You can still go to the school board meetings. And even if you don't want to do that for yourself, consider doing it for the next kid that you see. So that you leave the place better than you found it. That should be enough for every American. Get over the... This is your best life lived and your bucket list and all your dreams and stuff like that. There's probably nothing but hard times ahead for us for the rest of our lives. But 
why don't we just say to ourselves, let's leave the place better than we found it. And that's probably going to require some hard decisions, but you are all good people. That's why you're listening to this podcast because you care. I may not be right about everything. You may not agree with me on everything, but you care. You're not just sitting there anesthetized by sports ball and what Kim Kardashian is doing. You legitimately care. So if we all just say to ourselves, I don't know what, I'm nobody, whatever, but I'm going to leave the place better than I found it. And that might mean this afternoon just going out and picking up a piece of trash. That might mean engaging with somebody and telling them what you think. Get over this being chilled on talking to each other. That might mean not complying anymore. No mass, no nothing. If people say that, go find somewhere else to give your money. There are businesses in every sector that don't care about masks or mandates, and they're dying for your money. They're dying for your money. Do a little effort. Help them. Support them. Get together and stop this evil. Leave the place better than you found it. And that's the podcast.